happy Pride Month, Denver. This year's Pride Fest is going to be bigger and better than ever. I can feel it. And can't you feel it? You can really feel the energy around town. Uh, I, I really get ramped up when Pride season comes around. And it's important now more than ever to remember why we celebrate Pride. I've seen uh, a lot of uh, a lot of conversation about that on social media. Before we get into the episode this time around, I want to give a huge thank you to Addison here on Wheeler, editor for Outfront Magazine for Spotlighting Listening Studio Colorado. In the Pride issue this month, you can find a copy anywhere you can find uh, Outfront Magazine, and we're on uh, page 72. Check out the article. And so much wonderful feedback from the community. Keep that feedback coming. I want to hear from you about uh, ideas for Listening Studio Colorado, people, organizations would we should be spotlighting. Send me a note on the website, listencolorado.com. Message me on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, just search for Listening Studio Colorado. As we roll into Pride Week, I want to spotlight an organization that makes a huge impact on Denver's youth, especially LGBTQ youth. 20 to 40% of youth experiencing homelessness uh, also identify as LGBTQ. And that's a significantly higher number than the estimated number of people who identify as LGBTQ in the overall population of the United States. Urban Peak ignites the potential in youth to exit homelessness and create self-determined, fulfilled lives. I learned about Urban Peak a few years ago when I attended their Urban Nights fundraiser. And since then, I have volunteered a few times at their South Broadway shelter and their downtown drop-in center. And it's one thing to attend a fundraiser for a great cause. It's one thing to donate to an organization. It's another to experience the true day-to-day impact of an organization. Urban Peak is the only nonprofit organization in Denver that provides full coverage of services for youth ages 15 through 24 experiencing homelessness or who are at risk of becoming homeless. Their goal is to help those youth overcome real-life challenges and become self-sufficient adults. And they do this by providing essential services at little or no cost to those youth. Uh, so this is where f- folks come in to get breakfast. Uh, we have this commercial kitchen. Nicole Schmidt is the drop-in center and outreach supervisor for Urban Peak. I've um, been here for about four years. Uh, when I started, I was just a volunteer and absolutely loved it and stuck around and got hired on as a case manager. And we do drop-in center during the mornings and then our team does heavy street outreach all afternoon and also sometimes during the morning depending on how crowded it is here how many staff are needed here so that means we're running all over the city to like libraries parks camps just trying to meet folks where they're at and getting referrals from other agencies and going to meet those referrals and explaining resources to them in that way so urban peak serves approximately 100 meals per month between the drop-in center downtown and shelter located off of South Broadway. We have a robust volunteer program. It's absolutely necessary. Um, our Catherine Lawson is Director of Development so for Urban Peak. We couldn't do what we do without volunteers. We have opportunities for volunteers to come in and prepare all the meals. So we have, right now, we have one meal Monday through Friday at our drop-in center, so breakfast. And then at our shelter, we have three meals a day, 365 days a year. And it is best to have all of the those um, meals full 
with volunteers preparing because if our volunteers aren't doing it, our staff members are. And if our staff members are cooking, that means they're not engaging with the young people. But we also have tutors in our classroom. So GD tutors, tutors to help our kids that are still in high school. So lots and lots of volunteer opportunities. We have volunteers helping with our events. And all you do is go to our website, go to the volunteer tab, and you can connect with our coordinator, Tamar Burner. We have some day use lockers um, so people can keep their stuff safe while they're in here, so people can set their own code. And the drop-in center is also a refuge for youth experiencing homelessness, a safe zone where their most basic needs can be met, things that most of us take for granted every day. A hot breakfast, lockers to keep their possessions safe, laundry services, even the comfort of a simple shower. Um, if people are in like really high crisis, we find that showers like bring people down and calm their energy a little bit. So we'll kind of like this morning there was a young woman who was just crying in the lobby, and when we were asking her like what like, what do you need? How we can how can we support you? Um, she was just like I, I want to take a shower. I need to take a shower. So we're like rearranging the whole shower list right now to accommodate for that. <laughs> but um, we do stuff like that just because it's it's a resource that like especially if you're in much higher crisis, it's a little more of an effective tool of calming people down. In addition to meeting the basic needs, the drop-in center also provides critical elements that allow the youth to experience joy and interaction with others through the commons area, access to internet, a place to rest and watch movies, even a music studio. Much quieter in here, um, but it's run in collaboration with CU Denver. Um, we have an awesome connection with a professor there who finds students to volunteer here, and all of this equipment was donated. Um, it's it's used very frequently, and people absolutely love to be able to have this like as a stress outlet to get some of their angst and energy out. People kind of can record stuff and then mix stuff, and it gets um, sent to them via email or on a flash drive, so then they can have it, hang on to it, and listen to it on their spare time. So we open at 9 a.m. Monday through Friday, and then it just sort of like all everything you could want all at the same time. So it's like music studio and showers and laundry and breakfast and case management and classes all kind of happen simultaneously. Um, finding that when it's all converging in one place in one time, it keeps people around a little longer and, and engages people a little bit more. Um, so if it was just a place to get showers or just a place to get laundry, we might not have as many folks show up. But. So, Catherine, I know you, you're friends with, uh, with Mike and Brian. A lot of people in Denver, I'm sure, have heard about their annual Pride kickoff party to raise funds for Urban Peak. Uh, you also have a, another big fundraiser coming up later this year. Oh, we have our biggest fundraiser coming up. It's a wonderful event. It's called Urban Nights, and it will happen on August 3rd at the Exto Event Center. And it's a huge night. I and mean, we have uh, Jordan Sparks, Grammy-nominated artist. She'll be performing. We have a huge runway show with um, Colorado designers showing their work. And it's just a really fun, festive night to celebrate the really great work that happens at Urban Peak, and it allows people to support us in a pretty big way. And how long has Urban Nights been around? The Joseph Family Foundation started that event for Urban Peak about six years ago. It's outside of the box. It's not the normal fundraising event, and it's huge and wonderful, and it's a very special event. Hi. I miss you. <laughs> 
While providing the very basic needs, the staff and volunteers are also providing kindness and showing these youth that there are people in the community who they can trust, who do care for them and their well-being. Urban Peak also provides resources for education and employment through positive development and assistance so these youth can reach their potential and live a successful life off of the streets. We have several people that have come through our program that now work for Urban Peak. Uh, we have about five or six individuals that work for Urban Peak that came through our programming. We have one person that sits on our board that came through Urban Peak programming, but one person that really stands out to me, her name's Fatima, and we were able to honor her this year at our Maverick Thinkers event. And she came through Urban Peak and had been living in her car and going to college at the same time. and. She she cares so deeply for the people that live on our streets. So she not only works here at Urban Peak, but she also does so much in this area, in this community, to help all people that are experiencing homelessness really be seen. And she makes an impact every day on the lives of the people that live around us. And she came from that and she has lived experience. So what she's able to share and give is just really impressive. program is very much like building relationships with people and um, if they want to talk about housing we talk about housing if they want to talk about music and comic books we talk about that it's just sort of like wherever people are at in their um, interest in having conversations with supportive adults we feel like building relationships is kind of a good step forward for people um, helping to build trust again a lot of people if they're on the streets haven't fully learned to like trust adults or trust systems and there's a lot of reasons behind that and so we want to just be maybe like part of the system or one set of adults that they can finally start to trust a little more. You can find out more about how you can help by visiting urbanpeak.org. We'll also include a link in the description of this podcast, and I'll also include a link for more information about Mike and Brian's Pride Kickoff Party to benefit Urban Peak and how you can donate. Through Mike and Brian's Pride Kickoff Party, Denver's community has raised over $45,000 for Urban Peak over the past three years, and they hope to raise that number to $75,000 this year uh, with this week's event. So let's see if we can get them over that number, far past that goal. And if you can, donate generously. Special thanks to Catherine Lawson and Nicole Schmidt and everyone at Urban Peak for taking part in our episode today. I'm Ken Young. This is Listening Studio Colorado. Have a happy and safe Pride, Denver. We'll see you next time.
it's a great feeling to know that I'm still a survivor, I'm doing good, and I've, I've been there, I've seen a lot. Enjoy your life, enjoy yourself, do the best you can, take care of yourself, and keep dancing. <laughs> when I did come out, it was really hard for a while, and there were a couple months where I wasn't talking to my parents, and um, it got better, it turned around. Now, I would say that I have a better relationship with my parents than I ever have. There is so much fascinating, unstoppable, amazing, creative energy right now in Denver and the queer community. And I wanted to focus my work on working with LGBTQ people because I just saw the need, that it was so desperate. And I saw what it was like for me to suffer um, when I didn't have the help that I needed. We can't stay the way that it was in the 90s and the early 2000s. We really, as performers, have to evolve like every performer. It doesn't matter what your art is. Visibility is super important in removing some of those connotations that, that can be negative or positive in some cases. I think it's vital that we broaden our experiences to include those who could be considered as the other. There's a lot of people that, that come to the end of the month and they're, you know, you're going to pay the light bill or you're going to buy food. A lot of times you pay the bill and you go hungry. And so that's what one of the things we try to make up for is to have plenty of food available to people at the end of the month. This is Listening Studio Colorado, spotlighting people, organizations, events, and topics making an impact on the LGBTQIA plus community in Colorado.